0: So I just saw the latest Marvel movie, The Marvels. This movie has become the latest Marvel movie that the internet's been shitting on. Um, And while I don't think Marvel's been hitting as good as it usually does, I do think this movie was overhated. I definitely don't think it's the best of Marvel. And I feel like these latter stages that Marvel's been doing aren't as good as what they used to be. But this movie was still kind of fun. I mean... Let's go through it real quick. Um, the Marvel stars Brie Larson as Carol Danvers. We have Tiana Paris as Monica Rambeau. Iman Vellani, Kamala Khan. We get Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. And, um, this movie is directed by Nia, Nico- Nia Decosta, who was the person who directed the, um, the Candyman remake that came out a couple years ago. And, um... So, to make a long story short, this movie is about these three superheroes who get their powers entangled. And so they have to team up and stop this villain from um, destabilizing the universe, kind of. And the first negative I will say about this movie is this is a very weak villain. This villain is incredibly unmemorable... It's taken down very easily. Um, I'll be honest, I would not be able to tell you the name of the villain. They say the name a lot of times, but it's not very memorable. It's not very... The name's about as memorable as the character is. This character is just not very memorable. And that, I feel, is one of the main problems about... Captain Marvel is just how powerful she is. Because it kind of makes most threats not really seem like a problem. And this isn't just me ragging on uh, Captain Marvel. I will say I do think that a lot of the overpowered superheroes in my opinion are some of the more boring ones. I'm not a huge fan of Superman. And I'm not the biggest fan of Captain Marvel. I will say that this movie is much better than the first one. I feel like they managed to make it a more fun time. The VFX were phenomenal. I feel like you can really see the difference from other movies that have come out recently for Marvel in this one in terms of the VFX. And I do feel like, and this really surprised me, Iman Volani is Kamala Khan, I felt like, was a standout in this movie. I felt like she was very well done. I feel like the humor really landed with her character. And I'm actually really excited to see Miss Marvel in the future Marvel stuff. Because, I'll be honest, the trailers had me a bit worried. I feel like the trailers made her come off a bit too cringy and make the jokes not land as much. But with her character, I felt like they really landed. Um... I will say though, a slight critique of this movie, I do kind of wish that certain things were taken a little bit more seriously because when you have a villain that is hopping worlds and stealing resources from them to better their planets, um, the tones kind of clash a little bit when you have this super lighthearted movie with these overpowered heroes. Uh, It just doesn't really feel like there's that high of stakes when um, this movie just isn't all that serious. And I don't know. There was a moment where the main villain, um, she has this band that is similar to Kamala's that when uh, Captain Marvel shot her powers at it, It absorbed her powers, and she deflected it. And for a brief second, I thought that Carol Danvers lost her powers. And I was getting really interested because one of the things I enjoy that some movies do is when they show that a person can still be a hero without their abilities. And Carol Danvers is a character that's identity is so linked to her abilities and her powers that I was going to be really fascinated seeing the process of her trying to fix this problem without having these insane powers. But the story didn't end up going that way. I felt like it would have been very interesting if it had. Um, Tiana Paris, I felt like, it uh, was a very fun addition to um, this movie, too. I really liked the dynamic of the three main leads in this movie. I will say, something that I'm not a huge fan of that Marvel's doing is how much they make it where you need to watch those TV shows to understand their movies. I think that, in the long run, is probably really hurting their properties. I know Miss Marvel, obviously, you need to watch her TV show to understand where she's coming from. And Monica Rambo, you have no idea how she got her powers without watching um, WandaVision. It's something that I feel kind of damages the viewing experience. And something that also kind of alienates audiences. Because there's already so many Marvel movies where if you aren't like deep into it and invested, you're going to get confused already. And then you throw in these TV shows and it just kind of becomes a little bit of a chore. I kind of wish that they would, if they're going to do the, do the TV shows, which I'll be honest, I liked Miss Marvel more than the average person. But if you're going to do the TV shows, at least in the movies, maybe do a recap or show a bit more towards how the person got their powers. They try to do this a little bit in a... um sequence where they all have these devices on their heads and they're able to read each other's minds but i felt like that wouldn't have been as clear from a outside perspective if you haven't watched those shows it didn't really explain enough and i feel like overall it does hurt the viewing experience um but i will say though i went into this movie with no expectations because i've heard bad stuff but also at the same time I don't want to go into a movie and see a bad movie. I don't want to go in and be disappointed. I want to go in and have a good time. I feel like with these types of movies, like, people can call them amusement park rides or not cinema. I don't care. People are free to have their opinion. And I feel like there's a big enough world in movies where you can have a bit of everything. That's what makes movies so special. Um, this movie is not not a masterpiece by any means. It's definitely not breaking the top ten in terms of Marvel movies, but I still thought it was a fun time, and it was I feel like I can see a bit of character growth in Captain Marvel, which I feel like that was one of the complaints I've heard about the character in. The first movie and in um, Endgame was that the character seemed a little bit stale. I can see growth in this character in this movie. And this movie does a good job with making the character have faults. Which I feel like when you have a character this powerful, you need that. Um, I also can't talk about this movie without mentioning Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson is always a welcome... Um, sight to see in these Marvel movies. Um, he always elevates the movies that he's in when he appears. Uh, you can tell just how locked into Nick Fury he is. Um, this character feels like second nature for for him. It's always a fun time watching him whenever he's on screen, and I had a great time every time he was showing up. Um, I will say there's this island they they hop worlds a little bit. And there's this world they visit that kind of threw the tone of the movie off for me a little bit. It's a pretty much oceanic world where all of the people who live on there can only communicate through singing. So it practically becomes a musical for a little bit. And I don't mind musicals, but it really threw off the tone and I feel like it wasn't as enjoyable as it was meant to be. But it did help that we did get to see... Iman Volani reacting to all this. I... I can't stress enough how much... She, um... Elevated the enjoyment of the movie for me. And made... This movie a lot better. Without her in it, I feel like it would have been much lesser of a movie. Um... But also, real quick, I do want to talk about cameos in this movie because this movie is a Marvel movie. You're going to get your cameos. So first off, we get Valkyrie showing up for a brief second. Valkyrie shows up to help the Skrulls after um, their refugee planet has been destroyed. So Valkyrie shows up for a brief second. And that was a shock to see Tessa Thompson return because... This movie didn't really seem like the type of movie where you would see Valkyrie return. So that was super cool. Um, The movie ends in a very funny sequence where um, Miss Marvel is kind of parodying the scene that happens at the end of Iron Man when Nick Fury wants to talk about the Avengers Initiative. And she's doing that scene to Kate Bishop. Haley Steinfeld shows up in this movie. For a tiny bit. And I thought that was really fun. And that definitely hints at the Young Avengers. Which I hope they do make. Because it seems like that's what they're leaning towards a little bit. They're introducing more of these younger characters. Who are counterparts to the bigger Avengers. So I do hope they lead into Young Avengers. And that's something that I feel would actually work really well as a TV show. I know I was just hating on the TV shows. But Young Avengers seems like something that could be a fun TV show. And could help build the dynamic... And then when you have them in the movies, maybe you can explain on that a little bit more. But a TV show would help to explain this dynamic a little bit, make it more fun. I feel like that's not necessarily something that would work as well on the big screen. And then we have, this is the big one. This one's been leaked. People have talked about it before. I feel like a lot of people are going to know this one. I'm going to give a spoiler for this one. I know I technically have been spoiling most of the events in the movie. But this is the end credits scene, so I'm going to just give a spoiler warning real quick. Um, The movie ends with with Monica Rambeau basically shutting this rift in space-time. So she ends up in a different dimension. She wakes up in the hospital, and her mom is staring at her. Her mom's been dead since the blip in The Avengers. So it's super weird that her mom's staring at her. And her mom clearly doesn't recognize who she is. But then in Wog's Beast, played by Kelsey Grammer from the initial Fox um, X-Men movies. That was a really cool addition. I really like Beast. I really like Kelsey Grammer. And the design they went with this one is very different from the original movies. And I really liked it. It felt very comic accurate. It was very cool. It didn't stand out too much. It makes me very excited for the X-Men. Because in my personal opinion, I think X-Men comics are leagues better than Avenger comics. So I'm very excited to see what they do with the X-Men. And if they're going to recast certain roles. Or if they're going to leave it open for some older stars to return. Because seeing Kelsey Grammer shows up makes me think a little bit that they might keep these older stars in, because we also saw Patrick Stewart show up in, um, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, and we have Hugh Jackman showing up as Wolverine in, um, Deadpool 3. So it really makes me curious how they're going to work with, um, the X-Men going forward. I know it's a different dimension type thing, so they can do both. They can have new actors and old actors, I am very curious to see how it goes. I feel like that's when Marvel's going to become interesting again. Is when they start introducing these big properties that previously hadn't returned. Because, I mean, you get Spider-Man returning to Marvel, which was huge. And then um, you're getting the X-Men stuff kind of creeping its way forward now. And then I know that they're going to be working on Fantastic Four, too. So I don't think Marvel's dead. I think it's just in a weird period right now. But I think it's going to come back. Um, This movie, The Marvels, doesn't really make me feel doubt about um, Marvel as a cinematic universe. I do think it's slowly building and I think it's going to become fun again. Um, I do agree that a lot of these movies should... Take themselves maybe a tiny bit too seriously. Or take themselves a bit more seriously, I mean. But, um, overall, I do think that this movie is not as bad as people say it is. It's still a fun time. Um, there's just really a couple nitpicks I had with it. But besides that, I, I do think I had a good time. Um, if I'm gonna give the Marvels a rating. I think I'm probably going to give it a 6 out of 10. Not not bad, but not great. Um, I can't give enough props to um, to Amon Vellani. I felt like she was phenomenal. Um, you got Tiana Paris, did a great job. And um, Brie Larson I also didn't think was that bad. I know it's become extremely popular to hate on Brie Larson. I don't think she's a bad actress. I don't really understand the hate for it. I think it's a little hard to empathize with a character that's this powerful. And I know people like to have this whole discourse where they paint Brie Larson to be hated by the whole Marvel cast and that bullshit. I don't think any of that's true. Um, I do think that she was introduced a bit too late in the cinematic universe, but I do feel like if they introduced her a little bit earlier and then had her show up at Endgame, maybe the complaints people have wouldn't be happening as much. But the Marvel, 6 out of 10, Um, go see it. I felt like it was a fun time. Um, It's definitely been overhated. It's been talked about way too much for what it is. Um, Yeah, go see it. it. It was a fun time. Um, This has been Kyle Talks. I'll see you on the next one.